Um, I was looking looking through some scripture, and this verse of the day popped up on my phone in uh, Jeremiah 17. I thought this was pretty good. I don't have a whole lot, but Jesus can take our little and do abundantly more than we think. Exceedingly abundantly. So in Jeremiah chapter 17, starting at verse 7, it says, Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is the Lord. For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters, which spreads out its roots by the river and will not fear when heat comes. But its leaf will be green and will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will cease from yielding fruit. I thought that was some good scripture of the day, huh? So here we are in Jeremiah 17. And right before that, it starts talking about the nature of a man's heart. In verse 5, this says the Lord, Cursed is a man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, whose heart departs from the Lord. For he shall be like a shrub in the desert and shall not see when good comes but shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness in a salt land which is not inhabited. And then he goes on to say, like we've read, Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, and whose hope is the Lord. So trust and hope is in the Lord here, right? And then it says, For he shall be like a tree planted by waters which spreads out its roots by the river. Have you ever seen a a creek through a field and it's got trees on both sides? You know, and it may be like through through a farmer's field and there's a creek running through it, but there's trees on both sides. Well, you leave them trees there so them roots can hold that soil from erosion and, and making the river bigger and taking your field away but them roots go deep and they go in that water and it's not anxious for nothing it's going to have proper nutrition from the water and from the soil for he shall be like a tree planted by the waters which spreads out its roots by the river and will not fear when heat comes when that tree is by that river and has that supply of water that's flowing, it won't fear when the heat comes in the summer droughts because it has a source. It has its source, its water, its life. Our source is Jesus, right? He made the way for us to go to heaven. He died, was in the grave. Three days he arose. He was here on earth a little bit, and then he ascended back into heaven. All God's plan, and he'd done that so the Holy Spirit could be here and be our comforter 
and speak to us. That's how we communicate to God, through prayer, by the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit lives in each and every one of us. The Holy Spirit is our source. I remember something about a source, and I think, I think Donna, you, had, you called somebody and was wanting to ask somebody a question, a minister, and the person who answered the phone said, well, the Holy Spirit's their source, and the same Holy Spirit's your source. Was that something? Yeah, I don't know what it was, but that's, you know, and it's good to get counsel from people, and because uh, that's, that's, yeah, it's confirmation, and that's why we fellowship. The Word says not to forsake the fellowship of believers, because we need each other. And we need fellowship, because I got rough edges that needs to be rounded off and knocked down. And I am thankful that I have friends that here, like family, that we fellowship. Your source is the Holy Spirit. My source is the Holy Spirit. And yet we fellowship together. I mean, I could be happy just staying home at my house, you know, and not going nowhere if I didn't have to work or not, you know, because work gets in the way. But God's has, God has bigger plans. God has things for each and every one of us to do. You know, God has a plan and a purpose for each and every one of you. And the Holy Spirit is your source. And when you communicate and talk to him, he will show you what he wants you to do. God will show you what he wants you to do through the Holy Spirit. Not through man. Don't change your address on the word of, from a man. It has to be from the Holy Spirit. Because he is our source. I heard a little uh, I work last night and uh, I got a, a lot of downtime sometimes in the position I'm in and so my uh, two oldest daughters Elizabeth and Mariah they're out in Kansas City on the night watch and they're in the prayer room and I get to turn my phone on the prayer room and, and watch it. listen, watch, whatever this morning uh, their worship team was, you know, doing their worship and praying. And uh, one of the singers started singing this. I guess when they get a word and they sing it out, it's an oracle. I mean, there's there's names for different things, and how, I mean, there's. There's a pattern, there is a, there's a structure, there's a name for what's going on all the time. I mean, looks like worship and prayer to me, but there's, there's a reason for everything they do and how they do it. But anyway, this lady, young, young lady, started singing, and the words that she was singing, it was like, wow, that's pretty good. She sung, it was... Your weakness does not disqualify you. 
because your strength is not what qualified you. Your weakness does not disqualify you because your strength is not what qualified you. I think that's what she said. I know it was your weakness does not disqualify you, and it may have been something a little shorter, but to explain it, I said because your strength is not what qualified you. So my question is, to us, to me, what qualifies you? In the race of life, in what matters, what really matters, your eternity is what really matters, because life is but a vapor. I'm 52 years old. I'll be 53 in June. Uh, I graduated high school in 1986. There was a young man that I graduated with. I just uh, seen on Facebook where he passed away the other day. And he was always a, a real nice gentleman, you know, we in school and stuff. And, and it's like, wow, you know. Don't know what happened. Don't know nothing. Don't know no details. Life is but a vapor. So what does qualify us? What qualifies you? What qualifies me? What I wrote down was repentance and the blood of Jesus. Repenting of our sins, confessing Jesus as Lord, and Jesus washing over us with the blood of Jesus, washing us white as snow. Take what we've done and how we messed up our life, because you get that human element in there, things get messed up. But we messed up, God's going to fix it, and he'll call us to himself. And if we hear his call and repent, as Jesus in our heart, and the miracle of the blood of Jesus is washing over us, making us white as snow, restoring our hard hearts, restoring our innocence, restoring us in a right standing before God, that's what qualifies you. It's the blood of Jesus and repentance. We talked about Ephesians, didn't we, already? Let's go to Revelation 22. thought this is good stuff here. Don't let Revelation scare you. Because it's the word of God. We was talking about that tree earlier. Tree planted by the waters. It won't be anxious for nothing. It won't be scared or anxious when the heat comes. Well, in Revelation 22, it talks about a river. And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding from the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the middle of its street and on either side of the river was the tree of life, which bore twelve fruits, each tree yielding its fruit every month. How about that? Tree bearing fruit, new fruit every month. Not once a season, once a year. We're talking once a month, 12 times a year. Hmm. Ain't that something? Well, I say 12 times a year. It's 
says once a month, we can only think, simple mind would think that month is like our month, but in heaven there's no darkness, there's no night, there's no sun, because it's the glory of the Lord, it's the light, and wow. <laughs> okay. So in the middle of the street and on either side of the river was a tree of life, which bore 12 fruits, each tree yielding its fruit every month. The leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. And there was no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. They shall see his face, and his name shall be on their foreheads. There shall be no night there. There's, they need no lamp nor light of the sun, for the Lord God gives them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. Then he said to me, These words are faithful and true. And the Lord God of the holy prophets sent his angel to show his servants the things which must shortly take place. And then these are red letters right here. Behold, I am coming quickly. Blessed is he who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. Now I, John saw and heard these things, and when I heard and saw, I fell down to worship before the feet of the angel who showed me these things. Then he said to me, see that you do not do that. See, he was trying to worship something that wasn't his source, it wasn't the Holy Spirit, it wasn't God. It was just a, a messenger, a, a servant, an angel. And the an angel said, see that you do not do that, for I am your fellow servant and of your brethren the prophets. And of those who keep the words of this book, worship God. And he said to me, do not seal the words of the prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. He who is unjust, let him be unjust still. He who is filthy, let him be filthy still. He who is righteous, let him be righteous still. He who is holy, let him be holy still. And behold, I am coming quickly, and my reward is with me to give to everyone according to his work. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. It says, Blessed are those who do his commandments, that they may have the right to the tree of life and may enter through the gates into the city. Don't you want to be there in that city with him? Yes. That's the only city I want to, I want to be in. And... I tell you what, there's the revelation of God that he gives people and teaches and, and hearing about the, the new Jerusalem and hearing about the new heaven and the new earth. And I, I heard a teaching that it's like when the time comes and we're in that millennium, millennial with, with the Lord, it, it, it will be Jerusalem. And that new, new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven is like you can move around in heaven and then go to and go all over heaven and then go to Jerusalem and then go down to earth and then move around all earth and heaven and earth is tied together through Jerusalem it's, wow that's that's pretty deep there pretty neat so you know the people that uh, I heard teaching this it, it it sounds 
Sounds good. Sounds right. But they also said, you know, for you know, for this for two, the year two thousand, you know, twenty, that's pretty good revelation. You know what what they're going to find out as things keep the revelation of God keeps unfolding. You know, because the source is where we need to be plugged into the Holy Spirit. Because the world is kicking and fighting. And there's a battle going on for our minds, for our souls. And we need to set our forehead like flint before God that we worship him no matter what's going on. No matter how big the waves are, it's crashing down. What that looks like, can't tell you. What it looks like for me may be different than what it looks like for you. But we will all have that common engagement of setting our heart focused on the Lord, our source. I love Jenny. I'd be lost without her, but she's not my source. She might be my queen, but she's not my source. God's my source. The Holy Spirit's my source. You know, and Jesus loves you. God has a plan for your life. He sticks closer than a brother, and he will not leave you stranded. He will always give you a way of escape that comes through the word. That, that is the word. That's in the word. So I love you. That's all I have to share with you today. If you need prayer, encouragement, be happy to pray with you. If you need to spend time with the Lord this morning, get your heart engaged and get right there. Get right focused with him. Get plugged into the source. Because Jesus is king. He loves us. He's leading us. It's good. It's fun. He has us here for this time. And he's going to use us in this time. For his glory. For his glory. And I just encourage you to stay focused, set your forehead toward God. and Seek heaven. Chase heaven. It's good to see Loretta this morning and her grandsons and uh, the one said they probably be back, so hope hope they do. There's some, some neat young men that love their grandma and we like to see Miss Loretta taken care of. <laughs> so I love you. You be dismissed, spend time with the Lord. Altars open. Jesus is king.